welcome to Mama Soul's Wisdom I Am Love Movement Podcast, the place where you will learn how to build a six-dimensional family through decades of experience, where the core values are learning what is possible through love and acceptance and knowing how to do right by your family will assist in the growth of you and the ones you love. amount of success outside the home that will ever compensate for the failure inside of your home. Now, introducing the host of the I Am Love Movement Podcast, the one and only Mama Soul Wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. Do you want to live your life by design and not by default? Do you want to belong to a movement bigger than yourself? If you want to go from victimhood to victory, then it all starts with loving yourself first. My name is Loretta Wetzel, also known as Mama Soul Wisdom, sharing old school wisdom for a new generation, and I am the founder of the I Am Love Movement. Now, I created this podcast for families and entrepreneurs so they can gain a competitive edge on life. So I share everything that I've learned through old school wisdom so that you can live your biggest and best life. Let's end the conversation of suffering, pain, and live into a conversation that includes abundance, prosperity, and love. Now, For today's old school wisdom, when your attitude is right, the facts don't matter. All the odds can be stacked against you, but if you are determined to fulfill your dream, it's possible. Realize this one fact. Anytime you set your intention To start something new, disruption occurs. So don't expect troubles to move out of the way. If you always do what you've always done, guess what? There's no growth. So set the proper attitude. Expect the bumps in the road. Maybe even a brick wall or two. But don't let that stop you from pursuing your dreams. You'll have naysayers. You'll have objections. Mama Soul Wisdom says there's only two ways that you can fail. Just two ways. Number one, if you take a new action and you didn't achieve the expected results, and you didn't learn anything new when you try it again the next time, or number two, you just quit. Keep your dream alive and find a tribe that will support you in your dreams. Whatever you do, don't quit. Now, today we're having a conversation 
with Tishaya Singleton, <coughs> who is a powerhouse entrepreneur because she is a financial expert and knows her numbers. Hold on a minute. Today, we're having a conversation with Tashaya Singleton, who is a powerhouse entrepreneur because she is a financial expert and knows her numbers. Tashaya, who prefers to go by Tasha, is a certified risk manager and founder of TJS Financial Solutions. She has more than a decade of experience and training in the financial services industry. Tasha is dedicated to helping women take control of their personal economy and their lives. Tasha also hosts a podcast. It's called The Secrets of Earning Money, which inspired her new book, The Secrets of Earning Money, How You Can Get $300 to $1,500 within 30 days. Ooh, I like that title. That sounds good. She is also uh, the author of that upcoming book, From Zero to Financial Stability. I love speaking numbers with powerful, intelligent women who are entrepreneurs. Tasha Singleton, welcome to the I Am Love Movement. How are you today? I'm doing great today. Lafretta, thank you so much, Mama Soul Wisdom, for inviting me here today. Awesome! I am honored to be able to be on your show. Good, good, good. So let's chat. I want you to start off by telling our listeners a fun fact about yourself. You know, people want to get to know you, and we heard the bio, and it's awesome. It's clear that you are a financial expert, and you have many talents. But what's a fun fact about you that our listeners can, can find out more about you? Okay, a fun fact is that I love basketball. And I used to play basketball as a point guard. Oh, how tall are you, girlfriend? Oh, 5'4". <laughs> I love it, right? Don't yes. let that stop you. Just right. because you're 5'4", you love basketball. That's right. I do love basketball, and I played, and I was good. So, hey. <laughs> so what's your do you have a favorite NBA team well seeing that I grew up in New York and back then the, New, the um, Knicks were not winning in June I have two teams the Knicks and the Lakers because I love the Showtime Lakers okay so by coastal huh New York on the <laughs> east and the Lakers on the west uh-huh I got well, you we got to remember back then, you know, Boston, New York, no New Yorker was going to root for Boston. So, had to go for L.A. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Oh, well, I love a good NBA team. Uh, typically, though, these days with helping families and entrepreneurs, you know, I peek in on the finals. But uh, for the most part, I just don't have time to watch it as much as I used to. But I love a good basketball game. Now, on my show, because it is the I Am Love Movement, I always interview parents and entrepreneurs who have triumphed over tragedy. And they've used love, acceptance, or forgiveness, or a combination of all three. 
So in your own words, share with our listeners, what was your worst moment or tragedy and how did you overcome it? My worst moment and tragedy that led me to just go for it all was when I, I was working for a large bank and didn't like that bank at all. It started messing with my health. And my doctor, I saw him the first time and he was like, um, not sure what's going on with you, but you're getting migraines. You've never had those before. And so he gave me some medicine and then he sent me back to work. But I kept coming into his office quite frequently, whereas I rarely went to the doctor, you know, once, twice a year before. And then it got to the point where he actually told me three times that I needed to leave my job. The first time he told me that I needed to leave my job because of the stress, I thought he was crazy. The second time he told me to leave my job, I said, I got bills. (laughs) I got to pay bills. I can't leave my job. But the third time, when he told me to leave my job, I quit my job because he told me that if you want to live, you will quit your job. And that is how bad it was. So So let me, I want to get this straight. It took you three times. So you've heard the saying, third time's a charm. But it took your doctor three times before you took your you took your doctor seriously to quit your job. So my to you, from the first is it a he the doctor he or she? Male it's a male. Male. So from the first time your doctor shared with you to when you <laughs> actually quit your job, how what time span? Was oh, that, that was over. A 18-month time span, a year and a half. So let me get this straight. You suffered migraine, debilitating migraine headaches for over a year and a half before you took your doctor seriously? Yes, I did. And what happens is, like most of us, you know, let's just be honest. You, You know, a lot of us don't like our jobs. If you look at the statistics, 85% of the people globally do not like their job. Mm-hmm. So to me, you telling me because I don't like my job or because I'm doing dealing with some stress that I need to quit my job, that's craziness. Everybody deals with that. So that just didn't make sense to me. It wasn't logical. Okay? Ah, so ah. I didn't do it. Yeah. What was it about the third time? that it finally sank in, like, it's either my job or my health. What was the difference? The difference was he never told me that it could cost me my life before, you know, Mm. and I never thought of it that way. And most of us don't think that when we work a job that we don't like and it puts a lot of stress on us, that it can impact our health that way. We really don't understand. So then you knew you had to quit in order You had to quit your job in order to save your life, okay? So it finally sunk in after the third time. But did you easily transition into, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur? Because like you said earlier, I don't want to quit my job. I got bills to pay. So how did you transition after you quit your job into becoming an entrepreneur? 
Um, actually, I was helping a friend with his insurance, and while I was helping him, he said, he told me, he said, why aren't you doing this? You're good at this. Why aren't you doing this? And I was like, you know what? You're right. I grew up around this. I know this. I just felt that I wasn't going to go into this business, you know, growing up as a kid, watching my mom, my grandfather with that. Um, I just wasn't interested in being in the insurance industry and the financial services industry. So, but after speaking to him, I said, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I can control my time. I have the ability to, to help people and I can make a good income. So I went on and wow. just went on and did it. And I'm sure you're so glad that you did. Would you, would you go back? Would you go back and, and uh, say, you know what? I like being an entrepreneur, but let me go back to the bank or let me go back to my W-2 job. No. <laughs> no way, no how, huh? You know, um, I, got I have gone back to work a job because cash flow was uh, tight. But to actually say that I'm going to go and I'm going to get a job and I'm going to stay and do this for 20 years or whatever, no. Mm -mm. I, I don't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. So I, I, you know, but in those years, I didn't learn my, I didn't learn my lesson. <laughs> I, I looked at when I went back and worked a job, I was like, I didn't work, I didn't learn my lesson. That's, that's what happened. <laughs> so. Sounds like you used acceptance. Because usually it's love, acceptance, or forgiveness, or the combination of all three, where you triumph over tragedy, but you really have to accept the fact that I'm dealing with this health situation that at the moment is not changing, and I've got to accept the fact that if I don't quit, I'm going to lose, potentially lose my life. And so you used acceptance to triumph. And not only that, it sounds like you allowed for new opportunities to now come into your life as your friends suggested to you. I think before, if you hadn't accepted your health the way it was at the time, you may not have never started your own business. I would not have started this business. <laughs> I'll say that. This was not the business that I would have went into. Um, so I did, it was, it was love as well because it was a love of self because I love me. And so I wanted to live a happy life. I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. And being that I was a basketball player, obviously I was in good shape and I was used to being healthy. I wasn't used to being sick. So I didn't like that either. And then I had to accept how bad it was. So acceptance played a part, but love, self-love played a real huge part. So tell us about your business because you started TJS Financial Solutions. So tell us about that. Uh, well, TJS Financial Solutions, we help small to medium-sized businesses and business owners, rather I should say, women business owners. And we come in and we talk to them about their, their unique challenges. And what we do is we help them plan ahead for unforeseen events and create a predictable lifetime income because we never know what tomorrow may bring. 
So we have to make sure that we've done everything we can with your finances, getting them in order, helping you to manage your money better. Because a lot of people, it's not that you don't have money, it's that you're just not managing what you have very well. So we come in and we set up a, um, a five account money management system so that we can free up some money. We Then we look at all of your assets and we see what we need to do to protect those assets. And then we'll help you create a predictable lifetime income so that way you don't have to worry about running out of money in retirement, which is most people's number one fear. So if someone were to become a client of yours, because I can hear people just saying, oh, well, that's for people who really make a lot of money. That's not me. I can hear some people kind of saying that. So are your services for any individual who wants to just to learn how to handle their money more appropriately and getting their finances together? Or is there a certain minimum salary, gross salary, in terms of your clients that you work with? Okay, I can help anyone, but I primarily do help small business owners. So usually the average client um, is bringing in an income of at least a net income of 75000 and their business makes a million dollars or more. But I do still work with clients who have a lesser income than that. So, but I, my, my plan does work for anyone. You can use the five account method to free up your money, regardless of what income level you're at. Okay. Awesome. So tell us about your new book. Okay. Well, my new book is From Zero to Stability. It's going to be out in January of uh, next year which would be, uh, what is it, uh -huh. 2022. So, and that is to help people, which I had came up with it before COVID, but uh, <laughs> COVID helped, you know, helped me um, get more information because a lot of people started from zero and are starting over from zero. And then um, I thought it would be great to help people, even though it's going to be over, to help people get back on their feet because some people will still be, feeling the effects of it later on. But it's going to take people through the steps of managing their money with the five account system as well. It's going to show you different ways that you can start your own business so that you can earn some more money. And hopefully you will become financially free. Some people like being parallelpreneurs. They like having a job and working a business. Other people want to get out of their job. So either way, it'll be a good book for it anyone who's in those positions. Now, if you don't want to start a business, if you don't want to manage your money, then that is not a good book for you. <laughs> got it. I got it. Well, we are speaking to parents and entrepreneurs, and there are people who are thinking about starting their business. And so those, that's my target audience. So it sounds perfect. So what advice, what's your number one tip that you would give to someone who wants to begin a business. They want to pursue entrepreneurship uh, and they're just starting out. What would be the top strategy that you would provide to them to make sure that they must do as a brand new entrepreneur, brand new business owner starting out? First thing I would do if and I would give further the advice that I would give the first thing is to take an inventory of your assets. Many people 
when I say assets, they're thinking um, car, house, money. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your assets, which is you. Okay. I need to know, or you need to know rather, I should say, what knowledge have you amassed? What skills have you amassed? Your talents. You need to make a list of that. So all the jobs you've had, write those down. Write down all the duties, all the tasks that went along with them. Write down your passions for your hobbies, the different things that you're good at. Then after you've done all of that, make another list and find out what is there a market for? What are people buying? Okay. Then you can look at your skills, your passions, and then you can look at the market and then you can create your business. I believe that as an entrepreneur, you should use what you already know and what you already have to start your business. You don't need thousands of dollars and you don't need to be a big famous person. You start where you are with what you have. And that's the first advice that I would give an entrepreneur. I love it because I share that all the time. Monetize your gifts and what you share really just goes with my tagline of love yourself first by taking inventory taking inventory of your assets you are your most valuable asset so that just fits right in i love it so what is the most valuable life lesson or maybe the most valuable business lesson that you've learned in your journey thus far? Oh, well, the most valuable business le lesson I've learned is to inspect what you expect. Because things don't always go as they are planned or as you believe they should be. Or you were told they will be. <laughs> I love that. Inspect what you expect. Yeah, well. Yes, that kind of goes along with trust but verify. So I do get that. Yeah. Okay. So what's the one thing you wish you knew when you first started out? You know it now, but nobody told you back then when you first started your business. What's the one thing? Okay, the one thing that I wish I knew was I wish I knew to build a team and to network more. So that's the one thing that I wish I knew. Because I realized I did a lot of stuff on my own, and I'm just now really getting around to building a team over the last few months, really building a true team. So, Tasha, there are no truer words that have ever been said. People focus on the financial currency. And don't get me wrong, when you're in business, you must generate sales, you must generate income, so that your business is profitable. The most valuable, one of the most valuable currencies, I'll call the six inches between your ears, the most valuable asset that you have. But real close to that is what I call relationship capital or relationship currency. Because when you have the ability to find others that will support you in your business and your dream and 
it's reciprocal because you also serve their database as well, then that is valuable. That's how more things get done, how more business deals happen, how you grow and expand your business. It's all about relationship capital or relationship currency. Uh, so, and you can take that to the bank for sure. Okay, now, one of my favorite questions, how would you define for yourself the phrase, love yourself first? What does that mean to you, Tasha? Love yourself first. Well, that means that you are loving yourself, truly love yourself. So you accept yourself for who you are, the way you are, flaws and all, and you know that it's your flaws that make you beautiful. So that is the first thing so that you can love yourself. And also put yourself first because we tend to take care of everyone and put ourselves last as women, but it is making sure that you put yourself first so that you can be there to take care of others. So love yourself, show yourself the same love, the same kindness, the same caring that you show those that you take care of and give yourself the same grace when you make a mistake. Yes. Yes, I love that. Give yourself grace. We're human. We're all going to make mistakes. And just learn from those mistakes and then go right back at it. Oh, thank you so much for that definition. Tasha, how can people connect with you online? At, at Tashaya Inspired. You can find me on all social media there. And you can go to uh, www.tashayainspires.com as well for my change your thoughts, change your life for more success and happiness free four-week course. Email course, I should say. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, uh, so I, I'm hearing here that there's a free offer out there. You're offering an, an e-course for individuals, yes. for our it's, listeners? Yes. It is a free e-course. And it is about taking control of your mind so that you can be more successful. Change your thoughts, change your life. Because many of us need to just be more positive. We just really need an attitude change so that we can get over fear. So we don't have to listen to all the people who are around us who aren't doing anything, who are taking up space in our head, telling us that we can't do what we want to do so we can accomplish or need to do so we can accomplish our goals and dreams. So change your thoughts, become more positive, have a more positive mindset, and take the necessary actions so that you can be more successful and have a happier life and achieve your dreams. Latasha, I could continue to have a conversation with you. We are like-minded souls for sure. This has been such an honor and privilege to have you on the I Am Love Movement podcast. Thank you so much. Many blessings to you as you go out and serve and help small business owners, help women to take control of their lives, 
your financial lives, your personal lives. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Well, go to mamasoulwisdom.com. That's M-A-M-A soulwisdom.com. Mamasoulwisdom.com so that you can learn how to do right by your family. I share old school wisdom for a new generation so that you can live your biggest and best life. I have free downloads of information on leadership, personal development, and entrepreneurship. So check it out. And remember that love and light are healing forces. Go make a positive difference in someone's life today. This is Mama Soul Wisdom, the I Am Love Movement, sending you compassion, acceptance, and forgiveness. And until next time, always remember to love yourself first. Thank you for tuning in to Mama Soul Wisdom's I Am Love Movement podcast. We hope that you have received a massive amount of value through the tips and tools provided here on today's episode. We look forward to helping you and your loved ones grow each and every day by sharing some of Mama Soul Wisdom. sure to sign up and register today to Mama Soul Wisdom's mailing list and tune in next time for our next episode of the I Am Love Movement podcast.